This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm run down. Ooh, well, I'm hopped up. I'm relaxed. Relaxed and hopped up are two <laughs> very I'm things. all... I'm relaxed, and now I'm, I'm on the way up. You're on the upswing. Yeah. You've taken time to I've relax. I've taken a couple of poppers. And I'm <laughs> poppers? Yeah. What That's what all the kids are doing nowadays. What are jalapeno poppers? Jalapeno poppers, yeah. Tim, they've got cheddar cheese on the inside and a nice fried breading on the outside. Tom, can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. You ever have these jalapeno poppers with cream cheese in them instead of? Yeah. You'd think they'd be gross, but they're sublime. Look, I'll take a popper any way I can get it. Now, what's poppers the drugs? Poppers the drugs are uh, amyl nitrate. Is that how you say it? I think it's. I think that's how you say it. Uh, I think it makes you real high for like a few seconds and then gives you like a crushing headache. Like so, it's a real dumb drug to take. I've never, I'm not a drugs person, Tom. Mm-hmm. Is it like a whip it? Yeah, I think it's similar to that. And what's a for whip the, it? For the, that's when you take uh, a- An aerosol can? Yeah, like a ready whip, mm-hmm. whipped cream, but you uh, hold it up and you suck in the gas. Because mm-hmm. when you hold it up, the whipped cream doesn't come out, just the gas comes out. Right. And you suck that, and again, it makes you feel real good for a few seconds, but it's like, you know, cutting off uh, oxygen yeah. to your brain or whatever, and and uh, somebody's going, oh, actually, whippets aren't that bad. Shut up. Yeah, no, I'm afraid that if I try <laughs> any kind of drug, or a whippet isn't a drug, it's just a no, bad idea. I, it's, I'm it's afraid along, that I'm going to die the first time. It's, a lo- it's along the lines of uh, sniff and model airplane glue. Right. You know, th- there's a few different things like that that can, uh, I think, make you feel good for a few seconds, but then, A, they're bad for your brain, but B, they hurt a lot. And I think the- They I, hurt, like, afterwards? Yeah, yeah, you get a headache from them. So I think the idea is, it, that's fine to do once or twice, but, like, if you're looking at- You're a terrible role model. <laughs> if you're looking to do drugs, go find some real drugs. Yeah. Get out of the supermarket and the model train store and get down to your local park. And find some real drugs f- from a man selling them. The internet, the dark web. Yeah. Um, I had an expired uh, uh, whipped cream mm-hmm. in my refrigerator recently. Yeah. Well, that, sure, do some whippets with it. Because I didn't you can't eat the cream, but probably the, I could, I could the s- gas is still good. I could see how whippets, like even without the <laughs> the high, the, right. the, the fleeting high mm-hmm. of... of chemicals in your brain yeah. uh, could be satisfying because <laughs> I was like, how am I going to get rid of this, <laughs> this, 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 this can? Yeah. So you I don't just, want it to explode. So I stood over the sink, ran some hot water mm-hmm. and just uh, turned it upside it down out. and squirted it out. It was, it was the best 30 seconds of my life because it, it goes like, and he ever just, Take Very it to the satisfying, limit. I bet. Yeah, as it as it just as it as it just loses all the the, yeah. the compressed. It's like uh, strangling the life out of a man. Exactly, but uh, in whipped cream form. Yeah, a lot more wholesome. Uh, I had a similar experience that was not as uh, satisfying, 
which was I got a letter that uh, the fire extinguisher I bought was recalled and uh, they were going to send me a new fire extinguisher. And then they... Did you register your fire <laughs> extinguisher when you bought it? Why yeah. would you get a letter? I, reg- in the I registered it with the local fire department. That's uh, cool. You just you just wanted to go uh, hang out with the fireman. Yeah, right? I was like, hey, if you guys need any help, I got one of these uh, kitchen sized fire extinguishers, and I'm. Uh, uh, you guys have any of those calendars? Uh, <laughs> any extras uh, floating around here? You guys, have a, you guys do those uh, beefcake calendars at this firehouse, or what? They so, do at every firehouse. Not right? at every firehouse. Well, they're stupid because well, they're not these, stupid all because these I've firehouses been to some... are like, well, we don't have any funding, and it's like, yeah, we'll get together, take off your shirt, and make a dang calendar once in a well, while. Well, because Tim, if you go to some of these firehouses, sometimes they don't have any guys you want to see that way. Yeah. Uh, eh. I don't know. I don't think it's about the physique, Tom. I think it's about the mystique. <sighs> There's so much. It's about the attitude. No, it, it's it's the physique. You want to see some hunky firefighters. Tom, I used to go to this uh, this uh, the supermarket that uh-huh. was right across the street from a firehouse. Yeah, and so you'd always see the firefighters uh, doing their shopping. Oh, you know they, they do. Yeah, there's a firehouse near me that shops at the supermarket near me, and it, yeah, they get just like, like an insane in amount there. of they, stuff. They get an insane amount of stuff, but like, yeah, I'm I'm always. Uh, just kind of starstruck. I was <laughs> well, always starstruck silly. when I saw him. I was like, oh, thank you for your service, <laughs> folks. And one time I saw this little kid who uh, it, his mom was like, oh, well, they'll go say hi. And this kid mm-hmm. was was all starstruck like well, I was and went up and started shaking their hands and taking right. pictures. And, and that gave you the courage to do it. No, this kid was in a full firefighter's what? uniform. And I wasn't sure if... They were just a coincidence, or yeah, it was a, but I guess kids once in a while are just like, oh, I guess I'll just go out today dressed as a firefighter. Maybe it was staged for your benefit. Yeah, <laughs> it was I nice. remember I, there still were, talking about it to this day. So. There was a kid in our grade school, in my grade, uh, that came to school once wearing a astronaut outfit, and it did not go well for him. No, how old was he? Uh, like too old to be doing that. Mm. Like probably like fifth grade. Yeah, I feel like that would fly now. Um, me well, p- the important part of this was it was not like a very like STEM education. <laughs> well, uh, an important part of this was it was not a very accurate uh, astronaut suit. It right. was basically just like a uh, shiny astronaut suit. Not an astronaut suit. It was a shiny onesie with an astronaut style hood, but a soft hood. Why? Did this person wear it? I don't know. That's what everybody asked before they started relentlessly mocking him yeah. for wearing it. When I was in fifth grade and Superman died, a <laughs> classmate came in wearing the black armband that came with That's the last fine. issue. That's fine. He's mourning. But everybody's like, why are you wearing that? And he realized, oh, no, this isn't cool. So he, yeah. said, so he said, my mom made me wear it. <laughs> but that's not true. Nobody's mom makes them wear a, a, an armband Morning Superman. Nowadays, I could see a mom doing it, but in the eighties, yeah, nineties, no. Yeah, because <laughs> our stupid generation's diseased minds. Uh, oh, comic books! <laughs> I feel strongly about the death of a fictional character. 
But back then, no. She was a single mom, too. Yeah. Yeah. There was no way she she had the time to. Uh, no. That was probably. She was probably like on her way to work. He's like, no, mom, you have to pin the armband because I remember yeah. that armband. Well, he came into school late that day because <laughs> oh, it was the go day buy came it. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you could reserve them. It was fine. Yeah, but he, he still went and got it. Yeah. I got one copy of it. I opened it the first day. I had two copies. I opened one. One, I believe, is still sealed to this day and uh, still relatively worthless. Oh. Do you have it in a safe deposit box? No, because it's not really worth anything. It's in a comic book box. At How my... much is the armband worth? I don't think the armband's worth it. What about if the, the actual card? comic sealed in the in the poly bag mm-hmm. is worth like five dollars maybe now it might be worth more than that sealed maybe it's worth twenty dollars you know? not bad not bad that's not a good return on investment how much did you pay for it i think that i think it was probably four or five dollars to buy it when it came out hmm. it was probably on the higher end right um let's see what it's going for on ebay electronic bag. How the hell did we even get on this? I was going to say, oh, I was going to tell you that uh, when when uh, I got this letter about my fire extinguisher and they were like, we'll send you a new fire extinguisher. Either send the old one back to us, which re- require like going to FedEx or they were like, uh, you know, uh, empty it and then dispose of it properly, recycle it. I was like, oh, I'll uh, do it in the shower because I've always wanted to shoot a fire extinguisher. I've never while done you that. were taking a shower. Not while I was taking a shower, but I figured the shower would confine Blow the, your nards right off. The, <laughs> the shower would confine the foam. Uh, it didn't. Uh, when you shoot one of those fire extinguishers, it, it just like shoots powder everywhere. Did you just cough a lot? It's <laughs> it's like uh, the carbon monoxide. No, it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fire makes. No, it's just like it's just like dust. It's uh like like some kind of a powder that I guess suffocates the fire. What did you think would come out? Foam. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like uh like a whipped cream thing, but yeah. it wasn't. It was a foam thing, and then my apartment just had foam all over it powder. for like a day. Yeah, powder rather. Foam. I foam could would live be with. Fun, yeah, yeah, I could have a party. I Is that what pass was it wrong? That they party. accidentally filled the fire extinguishers with powder instead of foam. I don't know Is what happened the, with this guy. The government sent you a letter. I'll tell you what happened. I got that fire extinguisher that I bought for I don't know, like fifteen dollars or whatever. Twice they replaced it. They had recalls, and I was like, "This is too much trouble, guys." Yeah, why I'm don't just you trying get a to get fire extinguisher. Look, I'm not planning on starting. It was it was the 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 gold standard of fire extinguishers. Uh, Do you care to say the name of the brand? Kid Kitty K I D D E. Oh yeah, like Kide. that's that that's the fire extinguisher that's out there on the market right now. Yeah, you is. know, you go out shopping. That's the one they're gonna sell. I mean, I get a professional grade, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I yeah, by, foam to by the second time they had to replace it, it was like, guys, look, I I wasn't planning on starting a fire in my apartment in the first place. <laughs> You haven't lived, Tom, until you start uh, fires recre- recreationally in your in your look. I've, kitchen. I've started a few fires in this apartment. But Knock on wood, I have never lit my kitchen on fire, um, and I find that to be uh, unlikely. Yeah, that that would be the case. I'd be me uh, too. Or I've never scalded myself. Uh, I've like burnt myself, like burnt my fingers, like a little bit burnt here and there. Burnt my tongue sometimes. Yeah, burnt you know, my tongue all you, the time. You know, you watch these TV shows, mm-hmm. 
you read these cookbooks, yeah, and they tell you, oh, you got to taste your food as you're as you're eating it. No, to it's make too sure damn it's, hot. It's, yeah, every time I try to taste it, it's too hot. And if I do manage to like be like, I'm still gonna taste it anyway. Yeah. it's I can't taste anything. And also, that's what's going on at restaurants. Back in the restaurant, the chefs licking everything. Yeah, gross. I I think that's I, why I only eat packaged food. Yeah, uh, I bet if you went, in, if you spent five minutes in the kitchen of any restaurant, you'd never go to a restaurant. Oh, every every time I've, I mean, we'll get we'll get to the topic at hand shortly. But part of it was that I was like eating out all week, which I never do. And, and restaurants, yeah. And every time I was facing like a kitchen, and like the door would open, I'd be like, I don't want to see what's going on back there. Please just. Let me eat in ignorance. Now, why is that? Because you have no respect for the staff? No, because it's like I might see something gross. So the one time I saw they were receiving a delivery and they had like a big bag of, I don't know, coconuts or something. And they'd put, (laughs) (laughs) but it was like a sealed plastic, you know, it wasn't like a net. It was a sealed plastic bag. And they put it on the floor as they were receiving the delivery. And in my mind, I know that's fine. Like it's sealed. they're not using the hair of the coconut, right? But just seeing something on the floor. Oh man! One time I was at the gro, I was walking by the the grocery store near me, and I saw these guys delivering bread, and they were delivering our hot dog rolls. And uh, one of the hot dog rolls, uh, one of the bags fell in a puddle, and they picked it up and put it back on the thing. And I was like, "Oh God!" Plastic bag? Yeah, plastic. Cares? That's why. That's why God invented uh, plastic. God damn! For the last time, God didn't invent plastic. Then who did? This episode of the Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat. But sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom... To mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, yeah, I, I could, tried some I of this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this Saqqara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash guide or enter code GUIDE at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash guide. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. 
And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm & Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look. Well, now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com. That's F-R-A-M.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. Well, Tim, as I alluded to earlier, the topic of this week's... Did you allude to it? Yeah, I said I, that we would be talking about why I was going to restaurants every night. Yeah. I just got back from a vacation. Well, la-dee-da. I went, had one of the hardest weeks of my life. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about a little bit off my- Toiling away. Where you were like, oh, God, this week. Right before we were about to record, I was like, ah- do you, uh, hold on I'll, I'll start recording you can bitch about your week and it's like nah it's not like stuff i can talk about yeah. on the show i mean it's fine everything's fine but it's one of those times where every everything's going on at once yeah and there's like no respite like right. work is busy and then i have things going on when i when i get home like yeah. i have to i'm, I'm working on as well uh-huh. and it's all i want to do is sit down and and Watch television. Right. I've done a fair amount of that, actually. <laughs> That's part of the reason why everything's so hectic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably could have been using that, that time better. Uh, well, Tim, I was, while you were uh, uh, running, running the- Someone's got to keep things going around here. While you were running around in the rat race, I was uh, living it up. I was relaxing in Key West, Florida. Wow. That's part of a rat race of your own? Uh, I was like there for a rat a race competition. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Uh, it was much like the the film Rat Race, yeah. starring uh, everybody. Yeah, pretty much everybody that you. Could John Lovitz. Yeah, was it Mr. Bean in it? Yeah. Well, Rowan Atkinson, mm-hmm. not actually Mr. Bean. Um, Smash Mouth. Were they in it? Yeah, I gotta see this movie. Um, who is the titular rat? Uh, what's his name was in it? Seth Green, I think he was yeah. in it. Yeah, uh, Brecken Meyer was he in it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. If if Seth Green was in it, yeah, it was a Cannonball Run style movie, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, or it's a Mad 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 <laughs> World. Right. Do you remember when? Did you ever see that movie? No. It was all the comedy legend. It's all the the comedy legends that, way past their prime. That you're like, ah, the the old men talked about this. They right. have the three stooges there, but oh. they're like hooked up to like dialysis <laughs> machines or something. <laughs> like, or or it, it just like there's like, oh, look at these guys, and it's it's just three impossibly old men, <laughs> and they're like, oh no, and then Jack Benny's there or something. You know, it's, yeah. it's one of those things. I feel like that's one thing that's changed. Nowadays, comedy legends age better. Yeah, I feel like when we were they get rich. Yeah, I guess that's really what it is. That like the three, three Stooges. Stooges all died poor, so it's like yeah, they're all. Yeah, and Larry's like I've been getting hit with a wrench for forty five <laughs> years. Yeah, it's, it's I've CTE. <laughs> I can't remember anything. Um, Larry, 
Yeah, Larry is underrated. Of course. The Three Stooges aren't the Three Stooges unless they got all of them. Yeah. I mean, Curly was in so few. Right. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Tim, I went to Key West, Florida for a vacation. A week-long vacation. I have not been on a week-long vacation, and I don't. I can't tell you how long. What kind of sad state of affairs is it where when you said you were, like, we had to, look, again, we had to adjust our recording schedules. Cause you, <laughs> My, very minorly. But you were, uh, you said, I'm going on vacation. And I was like, for seven days? <laughs> yeah. A seven-day long vacation? Yeah. Well, and, and similarly. Are but- you going to mention the song Nine to Five? What? You listen to the song Nine to Five. It's yeah. another thing. They're <laughs> complaining about having a nine to five job. Yeah. Listen, millennials, love... millennials would kill for that. Yeah, I know. We both know multiple people that have gotten more corporate type jobs after working for startup type companies. And they're like, oh, it's so nice. I, I get to leave at five. This yeah. is amazing. But Dolly is all like, I have to work nine to five. Well, she's famously lazy. Famously not hardworking. Yeah. Um, is that is that a smart tack to take? Do you want to be an anti-Dolly Parton podcast? No. The most universally beloved person. Yeah, Jesus. That would p- paint the biggest target on our back you could ever imagine. You know who else I hate? Michelle Obama. <laughs> Just kidding. The two of them. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. So... Uh, yeah, a week-long vacation. I'm more of a Mark Lynn Baker type of guy. <laughs> what? 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 I just feel like this show needs to be about something. Uh-huh. And I think uh, if we if we become Mark Lynn Baker stands, uh-huh. then like that's what this show... Like, we that's are, the defining... but at the detriment of Dolly Parton? No, Dolly... Look, Dolly's been commented on enough. What are you talking about? I'm more of a Mark Lynn Baker guy. What the hell does that mean? Cause, look, yeah, he's of, great, of course. Yeah, but, but not with, that's at least not, not that's not something that uh, a viewpoint that everybody shares. But what do you know about his life outside of the roles he's played? Uh, that is, he's is a he... professional actor. <laughs> yeah, but you don't know if like oh he here's his take on uh, how many hours of work you how, how many hours a week you should be working. I mean, he keeps it to himself. You're typing. You're Googling how many hours a week does Mark Lynn Baker think people should work? I mean, yeah. And, oh, okay. 40. 40 hours a week. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, did I ever tell you I saw him on stage on Broadway? No. Yeah, and uh funny thing happened on the way to the forum. He was great. Ah, the 96 revival? Yeah. Oh, when he stepped out on stage, Tim, I didn't know. I That was the... Easily the most starstruck I've ever been in my life. <laughs> then were you very disappointed when you're like, well, surely Palky will come out <laughs> any moment now. No, I knew. it was freaking Nathan Lane. <laughs> Nathan Lane was delightful as well. Uh, you know, in 1983, he appeared in a Broadway version of the Doonesbury comic strip. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they have done that? I don't know. So anyway, I went to Key West. And what you were saying, Tim... After seven days, I was actually kind of itching to get home, but at the same time, also be, because I just felt like all my responsibility, like I was too anxious. 
Like I went from relaxed to anxious of like, I got to get back. Like things are falling apart. Like uh, I'm not keeping tabs of everything. Oh, really? Yeah. When I went on my honeymoon Mm -hmm. to Hawaii. Yeah. Rub it in again that I wasn't invited. Tom, you were invited. Well, I couldn't make it. (laughs) Um, I pointedly did not. Tim, actually your wife pulled me aside. And told me she would prefer I didn't come. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she, uh, I don't know. She didn't, she doesn't like you, Tom. <laughs> I was, I was going to, I was going to keep up the charade. That's weird because she, she speaks highly of you when you're <laughs> right. not around. She hates your guts. But yeah, it's, it's too much work to keep that charade up. You know, I come here and I do this every week. Mm-hmm. And then you have to go home and sleep on the couch. No, she doesn't know. She doesn't know oh, I do this. Oh, she doesn't know. No. Oh, I tell gonna... her I'm at the strip club. You're going to get whacked with a rolling pin when you go home and she finds out one day. I have to cover myself in glitter and <laughs> perfume. Yeah. She's like, ah, oh, no, I was just down just... at the strip club with uh, with with uh, my scumbag friends. <laughs> She's like, not Tom, though, right? <laughs> oh, so I'm not one of your scumbag friends. Nah. Like yeah, well, who are you there? With? Paul McKenna? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I I uh, maybe two weeks was. I think at the end of the first week, I was like, I'm anxious to get back. Like uh, yeah. I feel like the like I don't deserve this or something, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. But then by the end of the second week, you get to this place where it's like. No. This no. is life now. I never want to go back. Don't make me go back. Oh, God. I have to go back. This is terrible. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe I can run away forever. <laughs> uh, that w- I was having both those feelings at the same time of not running, well, a little running away forever, I guess. There was a book at one of the uh, gift shops that was called uh, something like How to Quit Your Job. And and move to Key West, the complete guide. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about issuing a cease and desist. Yeah, did uh, you at least uh, rip the covers off all the <laughs> copies yeah. they had there? Told them these are remainders now. <laughs> Send them back. Uh, but the, by the the last couple of days, there was definitely a little bit of scheming of like, well, could do the show over Skype. Could do. Uh, I can write anywhere. Tom, if you move to Key West. Mm-hmm. That'd be fine, but we'd we'd end this. This wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, every week Skype I would... to you in your freaking Tommy Bahama shorts. <laughs> every week I would just be uh, on the show saying like, I don't know, I don't have a problem with anything. Everything's yeah. fine. Oh, drinking this out of drinking uh, coconut mai tais yeah. out of a coconut. Uh, but yeah. Unfortunately, I have to live in New York to have enough stuff to complain about to continue a podcast. <laughs> Why do you live in New York? I don't know. Because you know what? Why don't any of us live here? It's a city that's got it all. What? Doonesbury the Musical. Doonesbury the Musical, which I believe is still running. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Key West isn't cheap to live in either, but it is a a lot, lot nicer. You know what? I think the the main, I realize what the main draw of Key West is no income tax. Oh, in Florida. yeah. Yeah. Um, is it no income tax? Is that what their thing is? I think so. No state income tax. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, you have to pay the federal. Go- hey, and they, they always can't. Get they it. can't seize property. I believe is the other thing. That's why OJ moved there. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's all I know about 
Florida's laws come from O.J. Simpson. The only thing I know about the law in general is from the O.J. trial. Like, well, uh, you can't do double jeopardy, but you can have a civil case. (laughs) Um, So, uh, uh, yeah, Key West, Florida. What was really nice about it? Is that it's it's the Caribbean essentially? You're you're in a tropical climate, but you still have all the trappings of uh, like the rest of America that simultaneously makes our country uh, really nice and really shitty, uh, which is like uh, CVS and Walgreens that are open twenty four hours, restaurants and you bars like that? that are open late. Yeah, because I like just there's such a comfort. This is why when we go to the UK. And, oh, I guess you're right. In Europe, there's such anxiety on my part of like, well, if I don't have everything I need by five o'clock, I'm going to have to wait until nine o'clock in the morning for it. Yeah. And I that, hate that as well. And I also hate, that's why I never want to stay on, don't the, on usually, a Sunday either, because the only thing that's open on a Sunday is a Sunday roast. Right. And I don't actually need anything usually. But it's that anxiety of, well, what if I do? I mean, you've we've been there a bunch of times and you've seen how I like I'll just stock up. I'll just buy like 10 sandwiches. Yeah. And a bunch of water. It's like I'm preparing for the apocalypse. I mean, I'm the same way. I chose to live in New York because it's like, well, at 2 a.m. if I want a hamburger. Yeah. This is the only there's multiple options. Where, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's and I think, you know, the actual the, or the rest of the Caribbean it is actually relaxed and it is actually, well, you can't get shit at night. Mm-hmm. You can't get shit on Sundays. But this is American enough and Floridian enough. And it's like, nope, everything's still open all the time. <laughs> yeah. There's still. We're going to cater to your every whim. There's still some poor <laughs> bastard earning minimum wage that has to sit in a drugstore under fluorescent lights at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. You know what I found out? Uh, like a lot of the um, uh, like uh, restaurant workers and bar staff and stuff that work down there. Fueled by cocaine, we know. <laughs> they work on, they live on uh, like boats because you can just dock your boat in the in the harbor or whatever and, you know, you're, you're, yeah, that's fine. You can like stay there as long as you want. So a lot of them live on boats because they can't afford to live uh, other places, or or they have to, you know, do a bigger commute. Hmm. But uh, is how's how how is is it crowded? The dock space? They're not in the docks. They're like, you know, anchored offshore. So what are they taking dinghy to work? I I assume some kind of a dinghy. I was trying to figure that out actually. Well, where do they store the dinghy? This is what I, I don't understand about boats. Yeah, I was assuming that. Uh, there's some kind of a service that there's enough people doing this that's like, oh, you got to talk to Big Hank. Big yeah. Hank, he runs the dinghy service for, for all the uh, restaurant workers. And he, you know, you, you, you talk to him, he writes down the time you got to be at work in a little notebook and you pay him a uh, hundred bucks a week or whatever and he comes and gets you. I wouldn't want to live on a boat, Tom. No, it'd suck. <laughs> I've never been comfortable on a boat, ever. Uh, I went on a glass bottom boat and first off, the whole time I had stuck in my head, glass bottom boats, you make the rock and world go round, which sucked. Ooh, you're gonna take me home tonight. To the bay. <laughs> glass bottom boats, boats you, you make, make the rock and world. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
I got. Was that song featured in uh, the film Bohemian Rhapsody? I've never. I still haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, Hmm. so I don't know. Um, I yeah, I got seasick a little bit on that boat because you're looking at this glass bottom and you're in the sea, so it's like pretty uh, wavy, right? Uh, rough, rough seas. That's what the sailors say. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're in rough seas and you're just staring down for a long time, when you go, when you put your head back up, you go like this. Ooh, oh, <laughs> I don't did. feel so good. A lot of people did. Well, did you see any sharks under the boat? No, and that was the thing too. I saw like some a uh, little bit of coral reef and a few fishies. Fish. Mermaid? Uh, n- no mermaids. That's and that's why I was looking for crabs. Not the, even uh, any crabs. No, just like a bunch of reef, you know, things I could just look at pictures of and it would have been fine. I find that with most places I go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I see there, you could generally just see a picture probably on a computer somewhere. Well, let me tell you about some of the things I went and saw because I went on a lot of tours and whatnot. <laughs> uh, first off, let me tell you about something you can only see in pictures, which is ghosts sometimes. Tom... I saw this. Uh huh. I have a question. Yes. You went on a ghost tour. Yeah. You went. What? What? Are you, are you comfortable? Kind of <laughs> blowing the lid off of. <laughs> no, no, no. What were the circumstances of this? Of this vacation? Yeah. So is my family. Right. I went with my girlfriend. Uh, my mo- so this is my mom's thing. She was like, "I'm gonna, uh, you know." She's been talking about it for years. Uh, this is cool as hell. I love when stuff like this happens, yeah. by the way. My my uh, mom and dad had gone to Key West a bunch of times. They loved it. My mom was like, I want to bring everybody down to Key West. I didn't realize or forgotten that my brother and sister-in-law had been down there twice before. They um, all went without you? No, not with like my mom. Uh, <laughs> eh, we'll invite Tommy this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked. No, so it was my mom, my brother, my brother's wife, uh, aka my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. their daughter, aka a baby. Yes, uh, my niece, who's about one and a half, and my girlfriend mm-hmm. and me. So we all went down there. We stayed in a house, three bedrooms. So it was fine. We weren't all sleeping in one big bed together. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's the circumstances. You said that as if like, maybe you did all sleep in one big bed together. The first night we had to, uh, but the, yeah, so that, that was the circumstances I was down there for, but it was a very much like, you know, Hey, everybody do what you want. Hey, live and let live. Let your freak flag fly. Like my, go on a ghost tour. Yeah. My mom is not a, a very type A person. So it's not like, oh, I'm I'm paying for this house and you guys are coming down here and we're going to do what I want to do. It's like, I'm going to pay for this house. If you guys come down, there, there's a place to stay and we can hang out. We cannot hang out, whatever. Saw your mom in a Dunkin' Donuts the day after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, a few months ago, yes. And how is that relevant to this story? It involved your mom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you mad she, she didn't invite back. you? No, no. I was mad she didn't say hi to me. She did say yeah, hi to you. Yeah, we had a conversation. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that was the circumstances. And uh, one one of the many tours I went on was a ghost tour. Then that was just me and my girlfriend. 
Uh, your long-suffering girlfriend. <laughs> is she into to ghosts? She's super into ghosts, Tim. Not super into ghosts, but she's into ghosts enough. She's into murder a lot. Mm. <laughs> cool. You know how people like murder podcasts and, and things like that. Murdering people. Murdering people, figuring out the perfect way. Gruesome crime scene photos. She doesn't look at, I mean, she might look at gruesome crime, I don't know. Does uh, she think she's ever going to solve the murders? I don't, no, I don't think it's like an aspirational thing. I think it's just like an interest thing. Okay. A lot of women are into true crime, Tim. Okay, I'm not knocking it. All right. But yeah, so she was not. In fact, this was kind of the thing where I was like, yeah, we'll go on a ghost tour while we're down there. And she had, she was actually like prodding me like, hey, like, let's figure out the ghost tour thing. Let's go on the ghost tour. How many ghost tours have you been on in your life? Not enough. I'll tell you that much. Maybe three. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was one of those things where every time you're in a new city, you go on a ghost no, tour. No, I wish. I might start doing it that way. I'll tell you what. All kidding aside. It's a fun way to learn the history of a of a place without it being as boring as learning the history of a place. Yeah. I went on a ghost tour in Greenwich Village. Yeah. A few years back, a friend got it on uh, Groupon. Yeah. Groupon was the worst thing ever. <laughs> still around? Yeah, it's still around. It's, it. it's a shadow of itself. Yeah. But were they like, oh, this is where the, the ghosts of Bruce Springsteen haunts? No, it was, it, was, it was worse than that. They brought us to the... The purported uh, friend's apartment. And they were like, <laughs> oh, and these six people uh, after, you know, May uh, 15th, 2004, they suddenly disappeared and nobody ever heard from them again. It's like, yeah, that's not a ghost thing. The The television show ended. Was Is that real? Yeah. No, it's not. What? That they told you that? Yeah. I think, because it was around Halloween, uh -huh. I think this was just a normal Greenwich Village tour oh. that they retrofitted oh, that's into. 100% what it is. <laughs> Damn, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I know. I was angry about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Luckily, I didn't pay a lot because it was a Groupon. I don't think I ever paid uh, the- The person for, back? Yeah. It was Femmes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she hasn't listened to this. She'll never know. Yeah. Um, I, this then was... I went and saw the movie Argo afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen Argo. That was a good movie. All I know is Argo. It was fine. I know Argo, fuck yourself. Well, I'd like to see know. it for that. That's why my wife didn't want you to come <laughs> to Hawaii with us. <laughs> That's the only reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's cussing. He, just, he says Argo, F yourself <laughs> constantly. Um. Yeah, so this, no, this tour was not... A retrofit tour, Tim. This is a tour where the tour guide was like, uh, I'm not going to give too much information about this tour because I actually wanted to follow the guy on Instagram and I was afraid based on how few Instagram followers he had that if he saw me follow him, like I have a decent number yeah. that he'd be like, oh, and, you know, try and uh, ride my coattails as they were. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have some, some concerns that... Are pretty Look, Tim, these are Ride concerned. your coattails in what way? You know, I don't know, Tim. Start mentioning me on the tour and stuff. Like, oh, you know, Tom Morales took this tour once. And Why? Because he, he, like, he has like low 2000... four figures uh, Instagram followers. Uh, 
No, uh, that actually is not Hey, look, just joking. Just kidding. JK. Uh, so, okay. But don't say too much, lest this guy get too much attention. No, it's not even that, because I want people to, like, text him and tell him, but not text him. <laughs> I'm going to assume people listening to this have his phone number. But I want people to tell him, hey, go listen to this. I don't want any snitches. Yeah, I... I stayed at a strange air, uh, a strange bed and breakfast one yeah. time. Talked about it on this show at length, and then within two hours of us releasing that episode, so many people tweeted at me, "Oh, is this the place yeah, you stayed yeah. at?" And a link to the, and it's like, oh no, I hope. No yeah, one. don't snitch. No snitching. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, there's only like three or four ghost tour companies you can figure out if you really want to. Um, but this one was great. But the guy right at right at the top was like, uh, basically like, just so you guys know, like I'm, uh, you know, real experience in this. I I'm a paranormal investigator. I've been doing paranormal investigations for twelve years, and uh, you know, I've I've written multiple books and all this. That's why I give tours to tourists. Well, I'll tell you what. We were running the numbers in our head afterwards, and we we're like. Yeah, this guy I think makes like five hundred dollars a night doing a ninety-minute walking tour. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty nice. And then alongside, what day of the week did you go? Uh, and that yeah, it was like a Monday. Okay, or, cool. yeah. it was Saturday night. Let's not let's not go crazy. Let's not extrapolate. No, it was a regular. It was a weeknight, and and he used to, he had a pretty full tour. Uh, so yeah, we were running the numbers and we we're like, there's really no expenses. Like it seemed like there were two locations. Maybe he like paid them off to get in. But even then, I don't think so. I think it was just, hey, I'm gonna bring you to these places, and you know, I'll tell you what they were. One place was the Hard Rock Cafe. Wait, the ghosts were in the Hard Rock Cafe. It wasn't always a Hard Rock Cafe. You see, Tim. Mm. But, like, he gave us, like, afterwards, like, oh, here's, like, a, a coupon, buy one, get one free. So I oh. can see the Hard Rock being, like... They're giving him a little bit of a kickback, too. Yeah, something. Well, not a kickback. I'm thinking it's just quid pro quo. Uh, like, oh, yeah, we'll let you access this part of the Hard... Because that was the thing. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we just went out front. We went into, like, a back room ah. of the Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, I so, mean, even if it weren't a ghost tour, I'd, I'd pay good money for that alone. Exactly. Uh, look, Tim, I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't pay as much as this tour costs, but I was pretty uh, impressed just that I was going behind the scenes of a hard rock cafe. Yeah, did you see any uh, memorabilia that wasn't ready for prime Jesus time? Jesus Christ. Tim, they built way too many of these hard rock cafes. Because the memorabilia, they had on the wall, mounted on the wall, a pair of drumsticks that belonged to the drummer for Snoop Dogg. <laughs> that doesn't have a drummer? No, it was like, what? The drum? why are these in like a case yeah, and mounted on the you wall? You can get a, like a symbol from him? Right. And if somebody offered the, hey, you want these? Uh, Snoop Dogg's drummer used them. Uh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> Like I don't, I don't have a need for that. Yeah. I don't know who that is. This uh, touring drummer, okay, mm-hmm. for a guy that you don't associate with a live drummer. Anyway, uh, do you think he was a part of the Snoop Lion project? The 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 reggae. It said Snoop Dogg. Mm. So I, but maybe, and maybe they're like, eh, we don't want to say mm. Snoop Lion. People joke about that, like you. 
What do you um, mean? I'm not joking about it. Anyway, the uh, so he gave Is that a, offensive. What I did? You <laughs> no. Reacted like, okay. The, I just want to move along. I got a lot of ground to sorry, cover here. Sorry. Do you want to talk more about Mark Lynn Baker first? <laughs> yes, but no, not right now. The the uh, uh, so that was one place, and then another place was like a a place that has tours, like historical tours during the day. I think it was like the oldest house in in Key West. So they have like tours during the day, and this was just he had a key to the fence so we could get into the backyard, which was haunted. Uh, and you know, there was kind of like a plug for, oh, here's the history, the haunted history of this place. But then, Hey, this is a great museum you should visit during the day. So I think it was just that kind of thing. Like right. a quid pro quo, like you're going to get a little business. This isn't really taking any skin off your nose. Let me in here for 15 mm. minutes, uh, when the places are closed or inaccessible anyway. Uh, I mean, I did go back to hard rock like the next day. So <laughs> Use your coupon. I tried. I tried to use the coupon. <laughs> this is why you don't want this guy to follow you. Did he pass you bad coupons? No. The the bartender explained to me like, no, nah, actually, I gave you like the happy hour price, and that's better. And I was like, oh, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> also, that bartender seemed like uh, I don't know, mad at me or something because I went there for a drink uh, while my girlfriend was next door, and. Uh, uh, the people next to me, it was a couple. It was like a white guy, uh, close to our age, and uh, I think she might have been Cuban. His girlfriend, and he didn't speak Spanish. She didn't speak English. And the bartender noticed this. And wait, she, they were on a date, or do you think they were an item? Uh, I think they were an item, based on based on the conversation I was hearing. Okay. But do they always need the bartender there to translate? <laughs> no, the bartender wasn't translating. The bartender was an old white lady, an old uh, blonde white lady. And she was like, eh, like she was getting all this information out of them. Uh, and I was glad because I wasn't being pumped for information. So, uh, but she's like, ah, I dated. And she like named some baseball player I've never heard of. And he's like, I hey, played in the Cuban leagues, blah, 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 blah. And, I couldn't see what their faces were, but apparently their faces suggested that they didn't believe her. <laughs> so she went and got her phone and then showed a picture of from of her from like a Playboy in the 80s hmm. where she was like a, a rocking 80s babe in lingerie. Uh, and she's like, this used to be me. See, now you believe me that I used to date a professional baseball player. <laughs> That's cool. And I glanced over because, of course, uh, I'm lady interested showing in Playboy play- yeah. pictures on her phone. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of gave me a dirty look like I'm trying to show them, not you. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> so anyway. Wait, what was what was the point that the couple was together, but they can't understand each other? Yeah. That's and funny. she was just trying to make conversation, saying like, oh, I dated a Cuban baseball player. Right. And she was saying... Uh, he would only speak Spanish to me and I would only speak English to him. And that's how he helped. I helped him learn English and how he helped me learn Spanish. Uh, I think okay. that was basically the point. Oh, okay. But anyway. And here's me from Playboy magazine in 1984. Yeah, because you guys don't believe that I dated a professional baseball player because I look like I've been through a lot. Well, <clears throat> sometimes we people have to go through a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, so the uh, the other place, though, one of the many places, but the uh, the old house. That's where I got a picture of a ghost. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, did so, you post this to Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see any ghost. So, well, I'll show you the picture. Uh, maybe we'll even post it in the in the comments or whatever here. I don't know how. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> no, we've been doing a podcast for eleven years. What? <laughs> what comments? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, maybe there'll be a link in the show notes if you know how to access those or go to our Reddit Jesus or something. Yeah, I'll post them somewhere. Just look everywhere; you'll find it. Um, it was my. I'll tell you what. When I showed the 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 tour guide the picture. He was like, oh, wow. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> yep. My tour isn't just a lie. You t- he showed it to everybody to show them the ghosts that I got a oh, picture wow. of. Uh, now, there was a picture of your girlfriend holding... A divining rods. Yeah. Yeah, it- that was kind of bullshit. That didn't really work. <laughs> What's <laughs> a divining rod? Divining. Divining you said defining <laughs> divinals. It's two uh, copper, like L-shaped rods, and then they've got a tube around them that you use as a handle. And basically, the rods are kind of like free flowing, and uh, you the ghosts can like make them move. So you you say to the ghosts like, "Hey." Show me what a yes is for you. Show me what you can do. That's just a Ouija board situation. Kind of. Um, and in her case specifically, the guy was like, oh, yeah, look, the left one's moving this way. And it was like, mm, not really. None of these are really moving. Uh, but then he gave me Were another. Were you just mad that you didn't get to hold the divining rod? A little bit. But then next, I got to hold um, uh, like a different thing that was like a random speech generator. Uh, but it didn't do anything while I was holding it, even though I was in my head praying for a ghost to come through me and You're use it. You're praying? Yeah. Are ghosts and religion... Religious? <laughs> yeah, are ghosts and religion mutually exclusive, or is there a crossover there? There's a lot of crossover. But what if... So, but what about heaven? <laughs> what about... Are you five years old? What no, about heaven? If you go to heaven, uh-huh. then how is how is there still a ghost here? No, because a lot the ghosts have unfinished business, so they can't go to heaven. That's not in the Bible. It is in the Bible. Check page forty-eight. Forty-eight of the Bible. Mm-hmm. All right. Ghost. It checks out. Yeah, it says right there. Ghost. Yeah, I, ch- I consulted my pocket Bible. Yeah, I mean, you thought it was silly that we always have a Bible here during the show. <laughs> well, how else are we going to swear each other in? Did I finish saying everything about the ghost tour that I need to say? Can I finish? <laughs> what is this, uh, he, had Ross us, here? he had us take pictures of the backyard, which was a cemetery. Ooh, I f- found out the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard. Ooh. Does it have to do with ghosts? <laughs> no. <laughs> you pause from saying ghosts, and then you say ghosts anyway. Yeah. Uh, apparently, a graveyard is for, like, a church, and a cemetery is for not church. Really? Yeah. I would have thought it was the other way around. No, that makes sense. Like, if you think about it, because church 
a church thing would have like some special name, like tabernacle. Sem- <laughs> no, that's cemetery. a different thing. Yeah, but, but you know what I mean. Like cemetery is a, is a more like uh, ornate word than graveyard. Yeah, but if you think about it, nobody's nobody ever tells you like, yeah, they buried my mom in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, where's the funeral? It's in the graveyard. Mm. I thought graveyard was just a spookier word for cemetery. Yeah, that's, that's what I was like asking. Like a nighttime cemetery. Yeah. But it's not, apparent, according to a ghost guy. Hmm. I would say, but is a graveyard a cemetery? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, I don't a know. A cemetery is not a graveyard. Right, but like a cemetery in cor- in, in encapsulates everything. Mm. I almost said encapsulates. Whoa. We got a real crypt keeper on our hands here. <laughs> Corpselates everything. <laughs> um, I don't like the crypt keeper. He's too scary. <laughs> I don't like his hair. But you're gonna say I don't like the crypt keeper anymore. <laughs> yeah, his hair's sick. Yeah, I mean a lot of them's pretty sick if you think about it. Yeah, but his hair is especially sick. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, let's take a bunch of pictures. I show him my picture. He's very impressed. Uh, he showed everybody else. But he showed us, he showed us a picture, uh, like a few pictures that genuinely sent shivers down my spine. <laughs> You're such a mark, Tom. He shows, because there were other pictures that people had taken on this tour. And one picture was a guy in a naval uniform up on a balcony. It was like clear as day. You could see like he had the whole Navy uniform on, but there was not a man there. How do you know? He said there wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was another one where it was uh, like a church parking lot. And he shows this picture. It's one of those things where you're looking at and you're like, I don't see anything. And then you're like, oh my God, yeah, there's a face there. Uh, The back of a woman... And then he's like, look over her shoulder. You can see a face. And it was crazy. It was a face. Very clearly, like a white outline of a face, but very detailed. You could see what what the person looked like. She was smiling. And he said, uh, you know, similarly to me, when when he showed everybody the picture, somebody was like, oh, I got something weird. And he showed it to everybody. And when he showed it to the woman whose back was... Uh, to the camera she started hysterical crying because her her uh, sister had died two weeks before and it was her sister she went on a ghost tour two weeks after her sister died yeah people need grieve in their own ways yeah that'd be too spooky for me yeah but uh but yeah apparently it was the sister did he then say and look at this still from the film three men and a baby there's no. a little ghost boy. Uh, he died the week before they filmed this scene. No. But I do, look, I don't know if I believe in ghosts, but I do believe in some kind of psychic energy. Mm-hmm. That if, like, something really tragic happens in a place, like, it leaves something. It lingers somehow. And that can manifest <clears throat> itself in interesting ways. Wow. That's the way I think about the paranormal, Tim. That's the way I think about Paranormal Tim, <laughs> Ghost Tim. So that was one of the tours. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, just a nice walk, just a nice night out. The guy warned us. He was like, some people, and I was thinking about this like logistically. He was like, because uh, we were mostly, except for those two instances I brought up, mostly in public areas. 
And he said, look, there's nothing I can do to stop somebody from following us. Uh, but here's what I will do. A ghost or a no, person? No, uh, he'd be thrilled if a ghost followed us. A person. Okay. But, uh, so like, if somebody follows us, you know, I we'll try- make them into a ghost. No, <laughs> I try and be nice and and tell them like, that was a free sample. Here's a brochure. Come out tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> See all the same shit. You just- uh, <laughs> Well, no, because- sit, it, Pay me- Give me a ballpark. $30. Oh, okay. The yeah. way you were saying before, <laughs> it made me think it was more in like the $70. No, it was- It was. I'd pay $30 just to go behind the scenes at- Hard Rock Hard Cafe. Rock Cafe. Uh, no, it was- How close did you get to those drumsticks? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were up on a wall. They they knew people didn't want to- That people would want to touch them. <laughs> Uh, it was $30 and then you had about 20, 25 people on the tour. So that's where All I right. got the $500 figure from. Okay. And he accepted tips at the end and I tipped him cause he let me use the ghost meter. Yeah. Um, did you, did your girlfriend stiff him cause the divining rods didn't really do No, anything? she, she tipped him she too. She stiffed him cause she's cheap. <laughs> she tipped him too, even though the divining rods, no, cause there was actually a discussion afterwards where it was like. And we should give him a, you know, a tip because, like, he did, he did, like, pick us out of the group. Yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> you probably had the most excited look on your face. Yeah, <laughs> so taking notes the entire time. Um, on our group, there was a group of. Uh, I assume they were like uh, Eagle Scouts because they were like teenage boys. And it was like, oh, this is gonna suck. All these teenage boys. No, what suck was the shithead dad that they had with them eagle uh, boy scout dads are, are the worst this guy was just... i wouldn't say that but you know they're like a little too like into it this like, guy was like using it as an excuse to act how he thinks like a teenage boy would act oh that's worse he had to be like shushed multiple times by the guide you know, and it was like a guy that he looked like um, Kevin McAllister's uh, uncle. Uh, Look what you did, you little jerk! Yeah, he looked like that guy. Like uncle he had that Frank. Uncle Frank, like he had that that uh, baldness, like you know, with like the the la- the Larry. Yeah, like or, you know, so not like, the Larry Appleton, <laughs> right? Just like a very obvious, like no, this is a middle aged man. Yeah. This is not a, a an older looking <laughs> teen. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he had to be shushed multiple times. And then when we're in the place in in like the creepiest place of them all uh, where I got the ghost picture, as the guy's talking, this guy rips a huge fart <laughs> to like make the other kids like laugh or whatever. But I'm right behind him. So basically like, a fucking middle aged man rips a fart at me. And I'm like, oh, like physically, I was like, that's disgusting. And walked away from him, like had to go on the other yeah. side, which conveniently, I think, was how I was picked to hold the ghost meter. Ah, so maybe the ghost engineered it all. But it was just weird because like Eagle Scouts, like I know at least like the, the people we went to high school with who were Eagle Scouts. They were like, you know, the valedictorian yeah. salute. Like, they were the most straight-laced. So these kids were, like, humiliated by this guy. Yeah. Like, he let this... F- Tim, I'll tell you. I won't mince words. It sounded like he shit his pants, This, <laughs> the, how wet this <laughs> fart was. 
And these kids were just like so embarrassed about it. <sighs> I hate that story. You. <laughs> So he was he was an adult. He was yeah, Oh yeah, no, he was probably like. How 50 do you know it wasn't old. a Jack situation? <laughs> Imagine the movie no, because Jack. He was right? in charge. He was in charge. Imagine the movie Jack. Maybe that's the only way they would sell him the tickets. If <laughs> <laughs> you pretend to be in charge. <laughs> yeah, if you had a, a man, a full grown man, buy the tickets. No, because there was another chaperone, another guy, and he was like a regular dad minding his own business, not fucking. Make, cracking jokes and farting all the time. <laughs> Maybe I, it might have been a Jack situation. <sighs> Imagine not Robin Williams in Jack, uh-huh. but like somebody less playful. Like imagine somebody s- less charming. Yeah, like it was like Steve Buscemi yeah. was the 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 lead role in Jack. Right, yeah, that'd be a lot less charming of a movie. Yeah, You're like Ugh, <laughs> this is weird kid at school. He's not much fun. I feel like once a month I have to explain to you that Jack isn't real, that that's not a disease. Benjamin Button's disease isn't a real disease. You don't understand how anything works. I'm just talking about the movie. I know you're talking about the movie, but the movie doesn't translate to real life. This guy wasn't in a Jack situation. It was a grown man. It was the father of one of the children on this tour. Robin Williams farted in the movie Jack, and he was a kid. I do remember that. In a man's body. Uh, Do you know about this... uh, Robert the doll. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do anything normal when you went to Key West? Yeah, look, we're going to do Key West part two next week. I'll talk about some of the more normal stuff. (laughs) Tune in for part two. Normal (laughs) (laughs) Key West. Uh, well, no, actually, the it it was annoying to me. I was actually going to text you during the uh, during the tour because he kept referring to Key West as Key Weird. Nice. And I was like, oh, like Holly weird. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Robert the doll. So this boy had a doll. Oh, no, this sounds terrifying. A big doll. Like these. this doll was like full size. And apparently... It, <laughs> like, uh, like the size of a full size man? No, like the size <laughs> of a boy, though. Oh, okay. Um, God, that would be actually, that would be all you'd need. Just like this man had a doll, or this boy had a doll the size of a man. Yeah, that'd be scary enough. Yeah. We're moving Lord. on to the next location. <laughs> um, but apparently, like his, uh, you know, he's like a rich boy, like a little Lord Fauntleroy uh-huh. type. And uh, I guess the 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 people that like his parents had uh, like servants at the house. When was this? <sighs> 1800s, okay, 19, okay, early, okay, ni- yeah. like a long time ago. Okay. And, uh, you know, the, the people that live there, he kept referring, I think it, it was Santeria, you know, like the uh, the song, mm-hmm. but he kept saying it like Santeria. Yeah, because that's, that's probably, probably actually yeah. how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they like the song, they practice Santeria. Yeah. Um, and did they have a crystal ball yeah. <laughs> or no crystal ball? Um, but apparently like, you know, the, the, the people living there, uh, the rich people, they like freaked out when they saw this, they were like, Oh, that's witchcraft or whatever. And like fired them all, I guess. But they really liked the boy. Uh, he was a nice boy and they given them this doll and supposedly they put like a spell on the doll to protect the boy. Look after the boy. 
Um, but then from then on, the boy, he would carry the doll with him everywhere and he was always talking to it. Mm. And then weird things would happen, bad things would happen, and they'd be like, hey, you knocked that vase off the the, the table while we were gone. And he'd say, I didn't do it. Robert did it. Mm. Oh, here's the weird thing. Oh, what was the kid's name? His name was like- Robert. Well, the kid's name was like Robert Jean something. Mm-hmm. But then he- Named the the doll Robert his name mm. and he started going by his middle name. Oh wow! <laughs> right, so he was like, "Nah, that my I've given my name to the doll." That's the weirdest part of the story. So, oh, far. absolutely. Uh, and he would walk around town talking to the doll, and then uh, you know, uh, people would see. Uh, people were just kind of freaked out by this. He like went away. You know, he became a man. He moved away. He he found a he nice. He grew up at a normal rate. <laughs> yes <laughs> he became a man after six months um he, he found a, a farted in, a bu- in front of a bunch of eagle scouts <laughs> <laughs> oh god that makes everything much more terrible maybe that man was robert the doll oh my god so uh he found a wife they moved back to key west and uh, he was going through his old stuff. He's like, oh, my God, Robert's here. I forgot about Robert. So then as a- Was his wife like, your name is Robert? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the beginning of his wife's trouble because then apparently he would walk around town with the doll talking to the doll again. Mm. But now as a full-grown man, uh, his wife left him because she was like, oh, you're nuts. Uh, but anyway, uh, now the doll is on display in a museum- and the doll looks insane. It looks so scary because it's pretty big. It had a wooden head that termites have eaten away at. Yikes. Uh, and it's in a case. You can get a picture with it, but you have to ask permission. From the doll? From the doll. You have to ask permission to take a picture with it. Apparently, some people see the doll nod. Oh, Other on. people just feel that it's saying, that's okay, that's weird. fine. Yeah. And you take a picture, you did, say, thank you? you. No, I didn't go to that museum. Were you too afraid? A little. Uh, well, I was afraid of what I would do. I'm afraid of getting cursed. Because they say a lot of people, and this guy was like, it happens constantly. People are like, whatever, I'm not going to do that. And they take a picture without asking, and then the doll gets mad and does bad things to him. Like what? Like, you know, they go home and they find out they've lost their job. Right. Or like their marriage falls apart. Or sometimes it's like they fall and break an arm. Yeah, it seems like this is too big a risk to take just to take exactly. A, a photo like, with why it. would you risk? Yeah, it? maybe. Yeah. Do either and don't if, take a picture at all or ask nicely. And what if Robert senses you're 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 not serious? You're asking Ooh. in a joking manner. He right? doesn't like being made fun of either. Yeah, apparently, can so you can't do that either. Uh, and behind Robert the doll, they have like. <laughs> the, I'm afraid he's going to do something to me just for talking about him. Right. Behind him, there's like, I don't know, dozens, hundreds of letters of apology that people have sent to the museum after not asking permission, taking a picture with them, and then bad things happening to them. And then they write a letter apologizing so that the curse is lifted. Well, I'm terrified. (laughs) Tom, I'm I'm literally not making jokes that I want to make. Right. Because I'm afraid that Robert will find out about them. He will. Timmy's he's everywhere all the time. Yeah. 
I did, you, wow, you finally been censored by Robert the Doll. Uh, yeah, key weird, key weird wild stuff. Weird, oh, this is wild. Well, tune in next week for normal tales from Key <laughs> For West. Key Normal. If you like the show, find out more by going to tcgte.com. You can, God, there are people like planning vacations that just listen to this. <laughs> found it on iTunes. Hey, and if you liked it, leave a review. If you didn't, go do a different website. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, go to Amazon via tcgt.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon shopping and patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast and a bunch of other back episodes of other Patreon exclusive podcasts we've done books the podcast right now where we're getting to the near the finish line of Papa, the story of Papa John's uh, by John H. Schnatter. I'm reading it, telling Tim about it. We're learning all about the man behind the pizza, Papa John, a true jerk. (laughs) Patreon.com slash complete guide to get that uh, bonus show. Tom. Uh huh. Are you done with the plugs? Yeah, You're I'm done with the plugs. Your I have so much, so many more notes to talk about that. Yeah, part two is maybe necessary. you didn't spend so much time going on and on about Mark Lynn Baker. I have all these notes. We got through the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. You have about 16- my first note is Ghost Tour, Robert the Doll, Ghost Meter, Divining Rods. That's four notes. That's they're oh, in yeah, parentheses. They're, yeah. All right. All I've got the- so much more. All right, Tom, I the have people a down there. Tom, save it. Are the you going to remember the all Hemingway this? house? Okay. Are you going to remember these anecdotes? If yeah, I've written them mind? all down. No, 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 no. Like, are you going to be like, yeah. people down there? What was my. What no, was my I've got there? a lot to say about the people down there. Can we start a tour here in New York? We should look into it. Right. Probably. I mean, I think you need some kind of a license, but I can't imagine it's that hard. And also, I can't imagine you really need it. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if it's like pretty underground? Yeah. That makes it cooler. Remember the guy we'll in Greenpoint an- that was making the lobster rolls out of his apartment? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Remember we went there and we ate lobster rolls a guy made in his apartment? Yeah. He, they the were really Department good. of Health didn't say that was okay. Yeah. Well, it, he got shut down. I think he got in big trouble. But Yeah, but not before he got rich, presumably. <laughs> I don't think he got that rich either. Am I misremembering or did he pass him through a mail slot? I think he did. Yeah. It was a weird thing. Boy, that was uh, back when Greenpoint, Brooklyn was weird point. (laughs) (sighs) What would our tour be? Should we just do a ghost tour? (laughs) We should do a tour of Greenpoint where we just point out things that used to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we used to get drunk over here. Eh, There's not a bar there anymore. (laughs) Condos, huh? Yeah, it'd just be The rich get richer, isn't isn't that right, folks? Just a grumpy old mentor. Yeah, I think we'd people would them, pay good money for that. We show them all the locations where they film grumpy old men. Nice. <laughs> we'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>